All right, and welcome back to the Athlete Ready Global Podcast. I am your host, Jared Saavedra. Today, I have a very special guest. He is the co-owner and director of performance of Athlete Ready Albuquerque, which is located in New Mexico. His name is Roman Escondone. Roman, what's good, man? How are you good, sir? How are you? I am doing well. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing very well, man. Just uh, finished up with the session, um, finished with, up with my morning. I got... Uh, MMA group coming in in a little while. Um, so doing well. Oh, I appreciate your time, man. Yes, sir. So for the subscribers and listeners, man, tell us a little bit about your journey. I know you have an awesome story going, you know, starting from your childhood to now being a gym owner. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Um, yeah, man. I mean, uh, it has been quite a journey, man. Um, I mean, I, I look in, in, in the mirror some days, dude, and it's, it's for sure, man. We've kind of talked about it, but I laugh cause it's, um, some of some of what people would have known about me as a child or even as, as an athlete, as like a teen athlete, um, is just a stark contrast of who I am today. And I'm, I'm very proud about that. And uh, I got a lot of people to thank. But um, so starting in Denver, Colorado, man, I was born in Denver. Um, my parents were were um, under substance abuse, basically. Right. They were drug addicts. Um, and so essentially the first few years of my life, I lived with parents, friends. Um, and then ended up in, uh, social services. I ended up in a group home for a little while and then was like, by God's grace, man, um, placed in a foster home for some people who are just amazing. Um, who I still have contact with today. They were, uh, Brad and Deb Nelson, um, just amazing people. And then from there, uh, my mom got clean. She got, uh, placed into a uh, rehab facility and, um, was clean from that. And so we were able to go back and live with her, myself and my, uh, brother and one of my sisters. And then my mom relapsed, man. Um, and so she, she went, yeah, back into the hole basically. And I went back into foster care. Um, at this time, my father was able to kind of find us. Uh, he was living in Denver, but from New Mexico and had some family out in Albuquerque, who found out about me and basically was like, man, we want him to do well. We want him to get out of the situations that he's in, um, have him come live with us. Um, so again, by God's grace, man, sent out to Albuquerque. I met my aunt and uncle, uh, Rachel and Antonio Escandon, um, in April. And then I moved out here in August, man. I went to uh, Cleveland, Cleveland middle school, see house, um, <laughs> which is where, where I met you, man. I was, I was literally like months from like a very, very, very different lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. when you and I, when you and I interacted, um, and then went to Dunleary high school, whoop, whoop, home of the night sun. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, was, was a part of changing some great culture over there. And then, uh, went to UNM. I, um, kind of found coaching by way of losing my scholarship, son, uh, went yeah. to UNM. They said, if you're Brown in New Mexico and smart, raise your hand. I raised both of them. <laughs> um, I, I raised, I raised both hands. Um, no, man, I have a sister, uh, who, who my oldest sister is a, uh, admissions director it wasn't a missions director for a long time for a uh, for a, a big school out in colorado and um she basically helped me man she sent me all of my information she's like man this is how you do it this is when you do it this is where you got to give it so she she helped me get scholarships and then um i had too much fun my first semester um i don't know what i was thinking man i was trying to walk on to unm soccer at the moment i was trying to play i didn't know that i actually uh, didn't know that yeah man i mean i was trying to uh it was I, I I my junior year. Um, Jared Williamson was my coach at Del Norte, um, who had played at UNM, um, and so he had some ties to the to the to the uh, program. And he's like, "Man, I I really want to be able to get you seen. I really want to be able to get you blah blah blah." And then uh, he quit right before my senior year, and there were some things going on in his life that he really that was the appropriate thing to do. But um, and then that kind of like 
took my feet out, man. So I was like, all right, I got this on my own, man. I kind of got some information from the team. I'm like, all right, this is what I need to do. And then started working, um, started again. I pledged a fraternity and all that stuff, man. It, there just wasn't, wasn't a place to really put your mind and your energy towards something like that at the point for me, you know? Um, right. and so I was trying to do the sports and wellness thing and trying to get out to the field as much as I could. Um, and dude, that first semester just, yeah, I, I moved out and, and just went crazy and, um, was silly. Like a lot of us are at that young age. Um, and yeah, learned a lot of lessons that first semester. Um, so long story short, man, I lost my scholarship, uh, first semester. I ended up like really just reflecting and dude, almost going into like depression as, as is like pretty common for people who, I mean, I spent 18 years of my life, really 15, 14, 13 years of my life playing this sport. What am I, what am I going to do with my life now? You know? Right. Um, so fortunately was given an opportunity by, uh, by one of my old coaches, the dude who, who actually took over my senior year, John Garvin, um, got an opportunity down at Rio Grande. Um, and so he asked me to come down and do some strength and conditioning for him. And so strength and conditioning at that point to me was, okay, you're, you're trying to be a collegiate athlete. You are in shape, run away from these kids and make them puke. Um, and so I did that, man. Um, I think that was like 2010. Um, and so, yeah, first, first year there, it was awesome. I had a, a lot of fun. I mean, I was what, 19, 20 coaching 18 year olds, 17 year olds. I was the uh, head JV and uh, assistant varsity coach down there. And at yeah, 19 at, years old. Yes, sir. Um, 19, 20 years old, man. Um, I had been helping him out with, uh, with a club team as well. Um, I coached for uh, um, Albuquerque United for a little while as his assistant. Um, U13 girls, dude, craziest thing in the world. Um, so 12 and 13 year old girls as a 19 year old kid. Um, it was just, dude, it was, it was, it was shenanigans. Um, and so again, lots of lessons learned. Um, but I mean, that was where I really found like what I loved though, dude. when you did get to, to affect one of these kids, it was like, dang, like, man, that was, that was really something special for me. And especially as a kid again, who was a little bit troubled, dude. And, and really, I mean, I kind of told my story about, about like school and I really was, was quick with it, man. But there was a couple people, um, when I came here to New Mexico, man, who really liked, um, who brought you in. Dude, they changed my trajectory. Like they changed my direction of my life. Um, and it really was in, in Denver, dude. I was kind of a trouble troublemaker, like I said. And and it was Roman, your behavioral disorder, right? Your behavioral disorder. I got IEPs every couple months or whatever it was. And it's just like there's a, an ingraining of Roman, you're this. Roman, you're this. Roman, you're this. And so I'm like, all right, man. If you're saying I'm that, I'm that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna act like this. Um, so then when I came here. Um, it ended up being the gifted teacher at uh, Governor Ben Elementary, man. She's like, hey, man, I think you might be – I want to I want to give you this test. I think you might be special. Um, and I'm like, okay. Um, and so I take this test. She says I'm special. And all of a sudden, dude, when she said I was special, I was special. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, you know what I'm saying? But she said I was special. And all of a sudden, it was like, man, um, all the fighting and all the all the just being ridiculous, man, that I was doing. is like, all right, I can do different than this. Um, and so she gave me that first opportunity to see differently. Um, John Brenneman, dude, at, uh, at uh, Cleveland High – or Cleveland Middle School – um, Kate Gerard, my other gifted teacher in eighth grade, um, Miss Mary Hahn, dude, just, I mean, so many people, dude, gave me, gave me good, good, um, yeah, good opportunities over the year to really change who I was going to be. Um, so as I look back, man, on this journey, it's awesome just cause I, I, I really feel like it's, it was a process of me giving back. Um, it's, it's me giving back. But it's me also becoming someone that I, I can now, like, yeah, go find those kids. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, 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 I look for them. Uh, I look to interact with some of those kids who, I mean, so many kids have so many things going for them. Some of the kids, it's like, man, all you need is an opportunity real quick. Um, so what can I give you and how can I help you out, you know? Um, so as a coach, 
that's how I found coaching, man. Soccer coaching. I was down at Rio Grande for seven years, man. I was the assistant for three years and then I was the head coach for four. Um, and essentially what took me away from that is needing to, uh, needing to pursue coaching professionally. Um, so all, obviously this time I was kind of doing little jobs and, and different things. Um, I told you I worked at Coldstone for a long time and I was a server for a long time. I don't know, just little odds and ends to kind of, kind of get through coaching. Like a lot of, a lot of coaches do, right. They coach right. and then they, they have their hustles on the side and they're coaching five different places. And, uh, right. that was, that was my trajectory from 19 to about 25, 26. And then we, uh, I had my first kid at 24 with my wife, Alexis, right. Um, I had, and by the way, and by the way, for the listeners and subscribers to this is, and Roman and myself, we are business partners uh, for Athlete Ready Albuquerque. And one of the biggest reasons that I, you know, decided to work with Roman in this capacity was obviously he has an amazing story. I mean, going from a kid, uh, you know, to different foster families and and having different foster parents, and you know, just just the situation he was in to what he is today. And a, a big part of that is that he's a, a family man. And to to see someone who you know is still with their uh, high school sweetheart, you know, how long have you guys been together? Yo, I met Alexis uh, in sixth grade. Um, no lie, met her That's... in sixth grade. She fell in love with me instantly. I had to tell her, wait. I said, girl, you need to wait. I'm not ready yet. Um, okay. Now, nah, but we, uh, yeah, man, we interacted all through middle school, and then we interacted all through high school. We ended up getting together uh, junior year. Um, and dude, I mean, it's been ups and downs, but by God's grace, man, and God's glory, man, it is, it's, it's been, yeah, we got three beautiful kids. Um, as I said, man, when we found out that we were pregnant with the third one, it was like, all right, dude, I've been giving myself away for, for everyone else's kids. And I got, I got responsibilities now that I really, I really need to, to step up to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I stepped away from Rio Grande and dude, that was so hard. Um, that was something that I really saw myself in like long-term. I really wanted to, and I, I felt like I was a part of, um, changing some culture down there, you know? And I mean, kind of creating mm-hmm. a little microcosm in that community that says like, nah, man, this is the expectation. These are the things that we want. Here's goals. Here's the you know what I'm saying? Some aspirations. Here's, you know, big thoughts. Um, so stepped away, uh, pursued it uh, full time. And as I did that, man, it was it was interesting to see how, okay, my my vision and my my focus started kind of clarifying a little bit um, really towards, um, I mean, wellness, but like complete wellness. Right. So I'm, I'm I mean, man, I've worked with geriatric clients. I've worked with professional athletes. I've worked with youth clients. And I mean, really, the, the common thread being wellness, dude, I want to help people feel good. I want to help people perform better. Um, and as I've, as I've come into an aspect of, of, uh, youth athletics, man, I realize that there's not a lot of us trying to help them feel better. Um, there's a lot of us trying to, to, to break them down. There's a lot of us trying to make them faster. There's a lot of us trying to make them this, that, and the other, but it's like, man, as you do that, there's got to be an understanding of, of how to manage some of those things and, and really how to develop. Um, and so that's why, dude, I really mess with you. Um, I see, I see what you've done from the beginning. I mean, um, from the days I was at Define and Parisi and I was trying to get you to work for them, you know, um, yeah. to, uh, to our days of kind of splitting me going to elevate and you kind of starting your own thing. Um, to, yeah, man, I mean, the, the fact that you, you have been one of the only coaches consistently to check on me, uh, mentors in and out, you know what I'm saying? But my man, Jared, right. always there, you know what I'm saying? Whether I'm with him, whether I'm whatever, yo, Ro, how you doing? Ro, Ro how, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I really appreciate that through the years, man, but that's really, I mean, seeing, seeing your, um, your cause dude towards like youth athletics. Um, and again, with my background, I'm like, dude, this is, 
Like this is what people need, you know? Um, right. so, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of, of, of all the programs that we have, man. We have adult fitness. We have, like I said, MMA and combat. Um, we do have a wellness, right. That we receive a good amount of, uh, referrals from PTs, chiros, different types of doctors, um, that, that it's pain, uh, management and different things like that. Um, we have the juniors, you know what I'm saying? That, that are just like the little guys kind of developing, but I mean, I love to work with those kids who've had the wear and tear from those junior years. Cause they didn't get the great training. Right. I mean, this is you, man, you, you couple toward ACLs later, you know? Right. Um, Absolutely. And, and I mean, really, Jared, had I been with you, had I coached you, <laughs> uh, no, just that's kidding. True. But, but no, that's true. But it, but it is, man. Had had you had someone who cared enough to be able to see some of those wear and tears and the sign of wear and tears, and, and someone who was knowledgeable enough to be able to to care and go search those that uh, the, the knowledge out to really like not be okay with just uh, well, you can't squat, it's all good, just don't do that. Uh, well, you right. can't bend your knee like that. It's all good. Just don't do that. It's like, man, that's not that's not what we're called to do, you know. Um, so, been some ten ten years and ten thousand dollars, man, to try to get myself in a position that that I could be someone who who people can rely on, um, who kids can come to and know that they're not going to get just get their butt kicked. You know what I'm saying? And they're not going to get like the the quote unquote touch butt. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be a good uh, good balance in the middle of man. I'm going to address right. I'm gonna I'm gonna to assess. I'm going to bring attention to, and we're going to address these issues and you will get better in a short time. Um, so in this past year, man, that we've been working together, that's, that's really been my, my goal. And you've seen it been, um, something that I really got to, um, like focus down on And every, every once in a while, man, you, you asked me like, what has been the, the, my biggest takeaway, what has been kind of this, this past year. Uh, and it is just been one step in front of the other. Um, I mean, as a, as a coach and as a tactician, man, it's so easy to, um, to get heavy into what we're, what we're, what we like and what we're interested in. Um, and in this past year as an owner, man, it's been able to, to, to focus in and zoom out a little bit, um, on that. Cause it's, man, there's so many aspects of the game that it's like, yes, I can be, I, I can be knowledge about the, the knee, but if I don't know, and I'm not cognizant about our scheduling and our, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. software and our, I mean, just so many things, man, have been, have, have really opened my eyes in this past year. Um, about the business of fitness and really, um, well, so going, I mean, going into that though, I mean, yeah. you, you've always been an amazing technician without a question. Um, but that. what have you learned going into that, that manager, like entrepreneurial side, like what have you learned some takeaways? Um, like I said, that it's one step in front of the other, that there has to be struck. I mean, it's more than just, um, seeing people in front of you and being able to coach them. Um, I think that that's, I mean, there, there are a lot of people who honestly, it's like, yeah, we can get better at that, honestly, you know, um, just the knowledge and the application of, of the X's and O's. Um, but in terms of being a manager, man, it's understanding that that is like the base. And then what about the facility? What about the, I mean, just so the, the, the multiple aspects of it and being able to manage your time and your energy in a way that is not going to make you go insane from that, you know? Um, right. Cause just, I mean, you kind of know me, man. I mean, there's, there's something always to do. Um, and I mean, even when we're done with something, it's like, man, there's something always to do something to make, always. You, uh, you know, I mean, to, to, to really, um, help us out later or, or really, I don't know, man, there's something always to do something to help someone else. Like, um, so I, I have a hard time at times. I've had a hard time this past year, um, really focusing my energy and my time in places that are going to be they're going to be as appropriate and really help me out later. Um, and as I've learned how to do that a little bit better, dude, and I'm, trust me, I'm still learning. Uh, but I feel like, like even getting some rest this holiday season allowed me to be able to reflect and, and, and really, um, kind of get, do some writing and in some things that are going to, going to, um, give me some strategy for that this next year. Right. So what, what would you say some like of the unexpected barriers, like you've had to, be, uh, to deal with being a new gym owner? Um, unexpected barriers. Um, 
I mean, so, you know, we talk about, you know, the, you know, the planning of the facility and, yes, and all the, 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 you know, day in, day out kind of jobs that people would kind of expect, you know, with owning a gym. But what are some of the things that like, that are kind of unexpected that were, that are a bigger deal than once we, we gave them credit for? I mean, overarching is kind of the accumulation. It's the accumulation of those things that if you, you know what I'm saying? It's like being able to do all of those things at the same time. Um, I mean, some, some, it, it's dealing with, um, the, yeah, it is dealing with the accumulation. As a coach, you deal with people. As a coach, you problem solve with with uh, programs and different things like that. Um, as a business owner, man, being able to do all of that while interacting with the community, while interacting with social media, while making sure that you're um, honoring any relationships that you have in terms of like mentor or mentee type things. Um, I mean, some of those things, man, have been have been probably my my biggest uh, takeaway of like, man, there is a lot. There's a lot to it. Um, and I really knew that like watching my mentors, man, and even just watching you and, and, and really, um, being able to, to, to throw some friendly stones your way every once in a while. Right. Um, but it which was, I think it is was, good by the way, I think every, every gym owner, every entrepreneur should have, you know, people around them that give them that, that feedback. So I appreciate the feedback you've given me throughout the years without a doubt. Absolutely. Now, I mean, I've seen you and this is why, why we're together at the moment, man, I've seen you, I've seen you use that information and, and, and think about it. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, at times change towards it and at, chi- at times have conversations with me. If not, man, this is how I'm strong. And, and I mean, I really respect that. So, um, but yeah, man, I, 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 I don't mean to be redundant, but the accumulation of all of it, it is just that it's, it's a lot all together. Um, and as a tactician, I get to kind of focus in on just my client and just even these clients, but being able to manage a facility and, and manage, um, the culture, um, and really create that vibe while you're, while you're thinking about, um, I mean, the business end of it is that, that, that balance, man, is I'll give, I'll take my hat off to people who have done that, you know? Um, right. and I've, I've seen that in the past with, with some of my mentors of, man, you just finished, um, your annual, annual business review and your mind is going, your mind is going, but you're in this next uh, session, like, dude, it's your first session ever. Like you're the hungriest coach in the building, you know? Um, and so that's, that's what I'm striving for, man. Can I, can I wear, put that hat on of the manager and the business owner and the CEO, um, and then kind of take that half head off and be, be the tactician and coach and, and, and manager and friend, um, that, that people kind of need that's been, yeah, man, on this scale, that's been, that's been a, a challenge for sure. Awesome. And one thing I don't think you give yourself enough credit for is that you've been able to, throughout the years, add value to wherever gym that you've been at, whatever program that you've been with. I mean, you I mean, you pretty much founded one of the first uh, like official high school strength and conditioning programs in New Mexico. Um, so you've been able to add value kind of wherever you're at. So if you were talking to like a young strength coach, a young personal trainer that kind of wants to get to where you're at someday, and you know they they kind of question like what is adding value to to where I'm at? What what would you tell them? Man, whatever <laughs> you can, I'm telling you because this is something that's so cliche these days. Talking about value, 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 value is not showing up. Value is not showing up and doing the base. You know what I'm saying? Uh, value is not. Sh- Value is not showing up and doing what's expected to you in terms of being a professional, right? Being on time, being prepared, all these things like that's meets expectations. But I'm saying if you're really trying to do well and you're serious about making that's like the prereqs to me, like that really is. You're not even in the degree program yet, guys. Exactly. You're you're not even in the degree program. You're in music appreciation right now. You really are. You're just (laughs) learning the big. And really, those times I feel like, man, I, I and you can ask my wife, dude. Lex thinks I'm crazy in some ways for this, but it's like, man, I. I'd come home from from co- uh, from serving and be like, "Yo, man, this is what I learned today," uh, and she she's like, "Man, you're a weirdo." 
But it's like, man, I'm trying to learn from all situations real quick because that's how you add value. Did you notice how when I did this, this person responded like this? Oh, dang, I'm going to do this again, right? Or I'm not going to do this again. So um, examples for me, man, when I, when I was at uh, Defined, I remember some dude, um, it was actually my last day, right? So I worked Defined, I worked as a uh, personal trainer for two years and then as a, as a uh, speed coach, right? For and for the listeners, Defined, Defined Fitness is, uh, is a commercial gym. Just commercial box gym in Albuquerque. Um, one of the nicer gyms, though, man. One of the one of the more established. Yeah, absolutely. Like, man, I, I, w- I was very proud to be working for Defined at the time, um, and still proud that I have worked for Defined. You know, um, right. but um, I mean, they definitely gave me gave me my first opportunities. Um, so shout out to Mike Donathan. I'm just saying, thank you very much, my man. But so got to Defined. I knew nothing. I was a, a soccer coach, right? At this point, I'd been coaching soccer for a couple of years. One of my friends was a uh, manager up there. He said, Roman, I have an opportunity to coach uh, some adults. You down? Um, I said, man, I need another job for sure. Um, and so went in and it was a very different uh, model, man. You were basically like a, like a, without being a contractor, you're a contractor because no one really told you what you had to do. No one told you what certification to get. No one told you like, dude, it was wild. It was the wild west over there. Um, and I mean, it wasn't bad for someone like myself who would like, I mean, dude, I'll keep myself to a standard, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it was, it was a little bit wild if I'm honest, you know? Um, so from there though, I remember my last day, dude, I just worked like bust my butt, man. If someone needed like, I don't know, anything, dude, I, I, I was trying to be that guy who would go pick up the extra, whatever you, I need, this from the store. Cool. That's not my job, but I'm going to go do that. I need, you know what I'm saying? We need some ice for this. Cool. Whatever. I'm going to go to the back and go get this. I'm, I mean, I'm helping out the custodians. I'm helping out front desk. I'm, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Create relationships with managers. Um, and I remember on my last day, gentleman says, I'm walking down the stairs. He says, young man. And I kind of get startled a little bit. I'm like, yes, sir. Um, he's like, I'm going to tell your, your supervisor on you. And I'm like, oh man, what did he see? You know what I'm saying? Did I pick my nose? Like, what did I just do? Uh, and he's like, man, you always are the in the happiest mood. You're the friendliest man around here. And dude, that, that like, dude, my heart grew like 17 times that day. Um, and so what I realized, little things, man, go such a long way. Dude, that was someone who I interacted with probably like for real, probably like 200, 300 times as a, as an employee there. And it was something that was a small thing, but the fact that he noticed that, dude, I'm trying to do this. So from there, dude, I kind of joked, I'm like, man, wherever I work, I'm going to be the mayor. Right. I'm going to go shake hands. I'm going to go kiss babies. I'm going to go get my hands dirty wherever it is. So I got my opportunity at uh, Elevate PHW, man. Those guys for real gave me my first, I feel uh, like professional opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was a janitor. People are talking about, yo, man, are you are you the janitor here? I'm like, no, man, I'm just an intern and I want this job. <laughs> um, so that I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in there, man. I'm, I'm reading books. I'm trying see, to that, that's what books. I see. Like, that's why I say, like, man, you're you're uh you're part of a dying breed. I don't. I don't see too many people who take so much pride in into the aesthetics and the presentation of like a gym as much as you do, man. So I, I give you credit for that. And I, yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't seen that that type of hustle, that type of, um, you know, the little things with a lot yeah. of people that have you know been through our doors and for I'm sure, sure. Been through other gyms as well. So, no, that's props to you, man. Dude, clean, clean gym, clean mind, you know, organized right. gym, organized mind is really how I see it, man. When it's not organized, I'm like, man, what, are, what else is not organized? If it's not clean, what else is not clean? What else is, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of a reflection on really where you're at in your state of mind, in my opinion, you know? Yeah. Um, so if you, if you come into the facility, man, it is, it is spotless always, you know, we take pride in that. And then all of our, all of our coaches take pride in that and being able to not step over small things. And you know what I'm saying? That's just kind of a culture that we're trying to breed. Um, but yeah, man, in terms of, in terms of, uh, that value, it's, it's really, um, kind of assessing where you're at, saying where you want to be, and then inching towards it every day, however you can. Um, and it's not being able to say what, 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 what am I do, right? What am I owed? 
Um, and it's, it's, if I'm honest, dude, we're, we're human. We all kind of think like that sometimes, right? Man, right. I've been here for a while. I deserve this. And that might be, not be wrong, but it's, man, have you, have you like filled their cup overflowing before you accept or expect anything in yours? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's a good, and I mean, good way to put it. You know, and I mean, I, again, I, I can't say that I've always been perfect in that, man, because we're all human and we all we all have, you know what I'm saying? We get sensitive at times, man, but I, I would like to say that I, I've attempted to, for sure, without a doubt, inconsistency, man, try to give more than I've get, gotten. Um, and then when I get, it's like, damn, dude, I really owe this person now. Now I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, it, right. when when you work in that kind of cycle, dude, it's just going to be better and better. Um, and when you can get some people who don't take advantage of that and really and really are, are down um, to, to do that, like you've done with me so far, man, this is, I mean, dude, the, the future is bright, you know? Right. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, man. I mean, what kind, of, what kind of resources that you feel that like young coaches, young trainers that they should be looking into once they start kind of get into this field? Um, I mean, so when I, when I started this, man, I, I chose NASM because I looked up what all the big names had, right? I looked up just personal training. I looked up a few gyms around the country. I knew a couple names, right? And okay, this person has NASM, this person has NASM. Okay. This person has NASM CES. This person has NASM PES, right? Performance exercise or corrective exercise. I'm like, cool. That's the direction I'm going to go. Um, I didn't have my degree at the time, right? I was still UNM. Um, and so that was good. And you, your, your, uh, degree was in history, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I like we that. were we're bouncing off each other over here in basketball class. I'm asking you about the PE program. I'm seeing you slackers down there messing around doing games and stuff. <laughs> and, I, and no lie, dude, I'm looking at Johnson Jim like walking past, and I'm like, this mother effer, dude, this guy is just over here playing games. Man. No lie, I thought it was such a such a, a play program. And then right. and then, and then myself over here, I want to be a teacher, right? Originally, I'm like, right. all right, I'm going to teach. I'm going to coach. This is how I'm going to give back. Um, so I go get my, as I talk to my mentors, they're like, man, don't go to the education department, go to the history department, go learn what you want to like teach. And then like you're, you're, you have the qualities to be like a leader. You're going to be able to go through the Opal and all these other T cells and all these other, uh, qualifications and kind of learn how to teach. Right. So I go right. to the history department and then I get out and I'm like, dang, I should have been a PE coach. Um, See that, well, that's the thing though. And I don't know if you saw, I posted about this recently. And when people ask me, like, especially young coaches who are, you know, looking for a degree field, I mean, I, I always say physical education. And yes, I know sir. a lot of people, you know, a lot of my friends used to give me crap, just like, uh, you know, you have in the past, yes, uh, sir. you know, thinking <laughs> that we just, you know, learn hopscotch and dodgeball and, and kickball and all these things. And they have no idea that it was a very rigorous course. Like, Absolutely. I mean, I started with like 28 people in our program and I graduated with five others. Like it was a, it was a super difficult, um, field. So, but no, man, I, I, I appreciate like the fact that there's other coaches that are really good coaches that have a different kind of skill set from, from other degree fields, um, that they can kind of bring to ours and, and help us, you know? Absolutely. No, I mean, I, I mean, I, I really appreciate that I have a history degree. I mean, in terms of just being able to, to, to interact with, uh, with people and talk to people from different, um, different age ranges and different things like that, man, and just feel like I have a, I guess more of an intellectual aspect uh, to myself than, than, sure. than just so much like the technician of speaking coach. Um, I mean, I think that that's helped a lot. Um, I mean, for those of you who know, I, I can definitely talk in history is like, yo man, write a 25 page paper. Um, so it's like, all right, fine. Like 25 pages is me talking right here. Um, so right. I, I don't, I don't know if that helped me necessarily. Um, but it was, it was an interesting aspect that definitely, I mean, has, um, has come back to support me in certain ways as I've had to present myself and present ideas as, as a coach, man. So, um, history degree for me, it was the way to go. If I went back without a doubt though, man, especially seeing how, um, 
I mean, how you're able to interact with people, right? Which is not always uh, in the in the exercise phys like world, um, right. but the games, um, the 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 uh, ability to interact with like a large range of populations, right? Uh, dude, so many things. Money about that. If I were going back, I'd definitely go back for a PE degree. Um, but in terms of after your degree um, or into your certification, you already know I've been drinking the Kool Aid for a while now, dude. Uh, <laughs> I've been drinking the Kool Aid. I sipped it, and the first time I sipped it, I spewed it out. You know All right. Um, uh, and obviously, I'm talking about uh, the functional range anatomy, man, FRC, uh, Dr. Joe Spino. Um, I was certified last summer in uh, Ottawa, Canada after messing with it for like four or five years now. Um, again, the first time I saw it, I was like, man, this is some nonsense. As I've seen it now work on countless of my clients, I mean, help myself personally, and now move into like major organizations like MLB, NFL, NHL, do like all sports are really. Yeah, they're doing- growing. It is growing. So to be able to see it, man, I'm like, all right, man, I, I, I kind of I was blessed to be able to see this early. Right. And be able to be able to to, I mean, really have it like presented to me, whether or not I wanted to at the beginning. Um, but now seeing that that it's growing into something, I'm like, man, the, the understanding that that system has is, is I, I believe, bar none. Um, so the understanding of joint by joint integration, the understanding of. I mean, all certifications talk about the nervous system, but it seems like we just kind of pass it off, right? It's one chapter at the beginning. We talk about nerve cells, all this stuff, nervous system, and then we go straight into, all right, three by 10, we're going to push press. I'm like, man, that person's hip doesn't work the way it should. Their shoulder doesn't work the way they should. They got herniated disc. Like, what the F are we doing, you know? Um, So, I mean, that's that, honestly, man. So I got NASA and then I got EXOS. And like you said, or like I've told you before, dude, EXOS really changed the trajectory of my coaching professionally as well, man. That, That was like, oh my gosh, I went from personal train it to like i'm a strength coach right. um and obviously there was a lot of like supplementary things that i did with exos but it was like just the understanding of concepts right into methods and put that together and you can create a system i was like dang like this is how people are are, are really putting it together like a recipe right um like a chef you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, people keep asking me why i'm chef 2020 i'm gonna just go ahead and address it on on your podcast you, can. you heard it here man because we're cooking up Watch yep. I'm just saying, people keep asking me. I'm just saying, I'm cooking up. They're saying, what are you cooking? I said, you just taste it. You just watch and taste it. Um, no lie, man, because we, we've been we've been doing a lot this past year that has been very based, honestly. Been, I've been putting in a lot of work that's been like, all right, man, just get this set up, and this is going to come back and pay off. Just get this set up. And there's so many things right now that I feel like are we've worked hard in this past year and in these past like decade, really, to set up. I'm like, man, we're cooking up. Um, so, uh, NASM, got to get it. Exos. Got to get it. FRC. Got to get it. I have currently I am uh, certified CSCS. Um, I would say people are going to slap me. People are going to write some crazy things. But I I don't know, man. It definitely I I got it because I know that legitimate strength coaches get it. But I don't know. I'm like, man, I don't know that it taught me anything else that anything didn't. Um, I think the integration and the networking of coaches is, is positive. Um, but I think that there's other ways to do it as well, man. I think that what mm-hmm. you're growing in, in athlete ready global is kind of like a, a condensed version of that, right. Um, right. to where it's not come one, come all. It's like, man, we can be a little bit selective, especially in the beginning with, man, we want to work with this person and oh man, this guy's doing some really cool things and this guy's doing some really cool things. So I think, I think the NSCA and the CSCS, man, I think it provides some really cool things, but for myself so far, I don't know that it has provided me anything that, that I had not already um been pretty strongly on um and i guess i don't know i have some letters behind my name but there's a lot of people that do so um i don't know that's that's no, my two that's, cents that's genuine raw uh, raw and real with roman that's raw and rum dude podcast
Raw and real. Now, I appreciate it, man. I, I mean, I won't take up more of your time, um, yes, but for the listeners, man, how can they get a hold of you if you have any questions about any of those organizations, uh, about your experience or what you do? I'm just saying I'm an open door, man. That's really, as I said, I've been given a lot of opportunities and I, I uh, we just put out some some uh, some ads for for coaches, some ads for interns, um, an ad for a, a massage therapist, right? Because we really want to pull together a team, man. Um, so I'm saying if you're in Albuquerque, definitely reach out. Um, 3700 Osuna Road, Northeast, Suite 623, right? We're uh, in the same business park at Vic's Daily Cafe. And you're, if you're in Albuquerque, nine out of 10 of you know where Vic's Daily Cafe is. Um, so that's the way if you want to, man, I'd say like hit us up and set a demo, hit me up and, and, and let's grab a coffee. I'm saying Instagram is, is a great way. Like I said, at chef Roman 2020, um, Facebook, I don't do very well right now, but I need to get better at it. I'm saying, however you need to man, get at me and we can, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm open book. Let's go. Um, I won't be forever though. Cause I'm saying, I, I really want to be able to, uh, to provide my value, dude. Okay. I've learned this stuff over these years. How can I, how can I take a couple people and really invest my time and my energy in them um, and help them kind of kind of come up the ranks as well? Um, so that's what I would say. Awesome, man. Appreciate your time. For the listeners, be sure to reach out to Roman. Uh, yeah, like he said, he's an open book. He's a wealth of knowledge and he'll definitely help you. Ro, thanks, man. I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you we'll very hop, much, my we'll man. We'll hop on again soon, man. Hey, absolutely, man. I'm excited with what you're doing, man. I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, let me know what I can do to help and uh, everyone out there. Thank you so much for listening. Awesome. Thank you. Peace. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it and subscribe to the podcast. We will continue to share the stories of coaches and trainers around the world, as well as other entrepreneurs that our industry can learn from to make ours better. Thank you so much for the support. See you next time.